What is going on, everybody? I am Masmas Kambadi, and welcome to the first installment of the Masmas Kambadi podcast, or MSP. Thank you, Christian, for the name. Um, today, I'm joined with Christian and Landon, the two guys who saw the last video, the Fortnite video, and um, we're really we're really here. To, today's going to be more of an NBA episode, um, but that's not all we're going to be talking about. We're going to be talking about multiple things uh, on these podcasts. It's going to be a weekly thing every Monday. Most likely, uh, I might miss a Monday, might be a Tuesday or a, um, a Wednesday, but this this going to happen every week. So it's going to be this and plus my other scheduled videos. I have a few topics that I want to talk about. So we're going to get straight into it with Blake Griffin to the Nets. Does this make the Nets a complete lock for the championship or does LeBron and the Lakers have something to say about it. Um, you go first. Yeah. Uh, I think they were already a lock for the NBA uh, championship because Kyrie, KD, Harden, like that's already enough. That's a super I don't know how much. Yeah, I don't know how much Blake Griffin has like to offer just because there's only one basketball and he kind of, like, unless he's like just catching lobs still or he, he, he does shoot the three well. So, We'll see what happens, like how they gel. But they were already a uh, a championship team. He just came because he doesn't like being in Detroit, and I can't really blame him for that. So, do you think um, that LeBron has no chance, or does does LeBron LeBron AD uh, Montrez and 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 D Shrewd have something to say about this? Like, do you think they'll be able to stop them? I feel like LeBron and that whole that whole super team they can't beat them, bro. Like they have. Top five scorers of all time on their team, bro. Like, it's, it's going to be hard to guard them. So, so. Um, do you think that when this – there's a goat, there's a way. Do you think that this season, the um, the Nets will continue to, to dominate? Or do you think that with this addition of Blake Griffin, they're going to start to coast more, start sitting out more games? I know they've been sitting out more recently, but do you think they start to just coast now that it's past the All-Star break? Are they are they set? They're like doesn't matter what seed we are, we're gonna win the chip. Mm. Yes, because they don't need all three of them out there to dominate. Exactly. So I'm sure they Steve Nash has like the schedule set up. All right, Kyrie, you'll take off this game. Harding, you'll take off this game. Katie, you'll take off that game. And I'm sure Katie has more, just because he's coming off the injury and he just gotta be be careful. Doesn't want to overdo it. But they don't need all three of them to dominate. And for some reason, it doesn't matter which combination's on the court. Like, it's almost a guaranteed win. So, it's really unfair. But at the end of, the, at the end of all this, everybody's going to bark about LeBron creating super teams. And nobody's really going to talk about KD and this, what's happening right now, the how they're ruining the NBA. But I guess it is what it is. But listen, bro. If Bron, if Bron beats them in the championship, bro, he literally solidified his... His his goat status. I I I think that um yeah they might have to change the logo after that. If if LeBron does find a way to beat this Nets team, um I think that more people will start start to consider him the goat and um put him above Jordan. But then there'll be there'll still be that that big group of people that will never put LeBron above Jordan because they just like Jordan so much. But I think definitely in a lot of people's minds, if they beat um that they beat LeBron, um. They just don't. They just. Then I mean, if LeBron beats them, if LeBron beats them, 
then his GOAT status just just goes up. And if they beat LeBron, then um, I don't think that it should be a big asterisk on LeBron's career that he can't beat a super team like the Nets. Yeah, this is like the best team ever, the most offense offensively skilled team ever assembled. Because we got Kyrie, the magician with the basketball, Kevin Durant, sniper, unguardable. Just a sniper. Yeah, he's unguardable at his height. Like his arc that he shoots the ball and his handle, unguardable. And James Harden, he he's special. So there's almost nothing LeBron can do really. So if he does, if he does, like beat them or even if he takes a couple games off them, it'll still be very impressive. Um, now the the main point is that Blake Griffin joining this team does he really have an impact, or is he just another name that um people have to worry about like. He hasn't. He hasn't dunked a basketball in over a year. I feel like he's just more of a name, bro. Like he hasn't really done nothing in the past. In the past time since he's been on the Pistons, bro, he hasn't really had any All Star numbers or nothing like that. Like, like you said, he hasn't even dunked the ball, bro. So, he he got he's got to put up. Uh, he's got to play some good defense. Yeah, honestly, everybody he's knows. He's not really a reliable scorer. Yeah. You feel me? Old Blake Griffin, Lob City break Blake Griffin. There's no more of that. So now he's really added the the three to the game. Just try to like, you know, reduce the stress on his knees because he's had a lot of injuries over the couple past years being on the Pistons. So he'll just be another try another body to play defense and somebody else to take the rebounds away from DeAndre Jordan. Now um with this with this Nets Nets uh super team um. At the start of the season, a lot of people were saying that this is like the most balanced the league has ever been. Does the Nets super team unbalance the league at all? Has has have they yeah. leaned it towards them? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah, I think this doesn't even. Yeah, this is like so. It's on another level of superstardom on this team. So the balance in the league, like obviously, there's the teams with the good records, like Utah currently at the halfway break. Um, the Lakers are of course going to be good because LeBron. It's just keeping them afloat. He's he's good at uh, getting everybody involved. But at the end of the day, like when you have that many people that can just go get you a bucket, and now with the NBA being so like offensive, that it just it makes it completely unfair. Mm-hmm. I I personally at the start of the season with when they had Kyrie and KD, I thought that they were going to go to the championship no matter what. A lot of people said no, they need they need some they need some more help. But I thought that Kyrie and KD, um, just themselves, were could take a team to the championship. And then when they got the addition to Harden, a lot of people were saying that there wasn't enough ball to share. Um, but I always, I always thought that um, it didn't and matter Harden because I like... knew Harden, Harden and KD are always able to adjust to things like that. They've played with stars before, and they've been like, uh, they've had to, they've had to, to change their game for for other people. And that's exactly what Harden did. He's leading the league in assists, which is people say Harden doesn't can't pass, but it just goes to show that um, these these players players like Harden and uh, KD are able to adjust their game to fit whatever means necessary, uh, no matter the situation they're in. What do you guys think about that? Yeah, I just yeah, I just think I didn't realize how willing of a passer James Harden would be just because of. The past few years, the way Isn't he's he averaging like 11, 11 yeah. assists right now. Yeah, he's leading the league in assists yeah. by 
by by a large margin. And I really thought that he was going to be too comfortable taking like third fiddle to carry offensively, but it seems like he really is determined to win. And especially because he knows, like, in the postseason, his performances in clutch games haven't been that great that he's just been able to take this role and just go with it. So I personally thought that Kyrie and, and KD was like, it was a good balance for the league because you had two guys, two guys, two guys everywhere. But now this three-headed monster, I don't know what people are going to be able to do with him. You think that this team is an automatic lock for the NBA Finals, right? Yeah, for sure. They're the best team in, wait, they're in the East Coast, right? They're the best team yeah. in the East Coast. So you think yeah, that 100%. no matter what, think, no matter the competition, Milwaukee, this team will Philly, win the they're uh, good, finals. but yeah, it's just, it's, it's, nobody can guard KD or Harden, so they're definitely a lock. The KD's now, so injury prone, bro, like. But it's like, this season is, pro- nobody talks about it. It's like, he's, his, his, un- he's going underrated, under the radar for, how good of a comeback season this is for him, playing at such a high level after turning Achilles. But but even even before Harden got there, he was playing so well. Yeah, uh, I mean, elaborate what you mean by, games, by it was easy. Elaborate on that. He has, it's real to me like comeback season. Like he's been doing great just because he's Kevin Durant. Like obviously he's the second best player in the world, so he's gonna. I already expected him to be great because his game really isn't, like, off athleticism. So, obviously, he has a quick first step, and obviously he can dunk and all that stuff. But his jump shot and the way he can just create space effortlessly, to me, that was already that was already easy for him. So, the torn Achilles wasn't going to affect him too much. So, in on the addition of having Kyrie and James Harden and other people that can score... It just it made it much easier to feel comfortable and not have to force shots like how somebody else would have to. Um, do you think that the Lakers on on the West side? Do you think that the Lakers will have um the best chance to get to the finals, or do you think that there will be a surprise team like the Jazz that will make a finals run, or even the Clippers, uh, or even no, even not Curry, the Clippers, bro. Curry being able to take his Warriors team to the finals. Um, do you think that's a possibility or something like that? Uh, not for the Clippers, cause Kawhi. They tried. Listen, bro. They tried to make. They they got Kawhi. They tried to to make him like a like a a team captain, bro. Like you can't. He's not like a scorer for real. Like he 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 just can't handle the ball like that. Like I like I don't even know, bro. He's just not good. He's not good enough. Yeah, definitely it. not. Uh, the Jazz, I feel like they do this every year. Great regular season record, but when it comes time playoffs, I don't know what the playoff situation is going to be like if they're doing like a, a bubble again to reduce, like, imagine like a game seven. Oh, LeBron contact tracing. He'll miss games. Like, I don't see that happening. So, I don't know. To me, the regular, like, regular season and playoffs is so different that it's always going to be the same same teams in it. The Lakers, obviously, with LeBron's experience and his leadership capabilities, and especially if AD's healthy, then they'll definitely come out the, the West this year. I don't see the Clippers as a threat, especially because of pandemic P. So you think that the um the Jazz are like a, a Raptors-type team this season where they're going to have a great regular season and then maybe make it to the Eastern Western Conference Finals and then lose or even lose in the second round because... 
they aren't as good yeah. as um, the Lakers or another team. Oh yeah, a hundred percent. Especially because, like, they're really dominated. Like they dominate the three. They lead the league in shots taken from the three point line and the most makes. And I feel like the rim just gets smaller in the postseason. People start playing much harder defense, so it'll just get much harder for them to get what they want. And at the end of the day, the playoffs is about superstars. And I don't know how much Donovan Mitchell is ready, and I don't know how dominant Rudy Gobert can be. But we do have to look back at the um the last season, which um you have to tell me, do you think that Donovan Mitchell's playoff performance was affected by the bubble? Like, do you think he played better because of the bubble? Or do you think, like, that, that was his moment in in the playoffs where he was going to play great no matter what, even if the bubble or not? No, that was definitely a bubble moment because we saw Just other like players. Just like Jamal Murray, too, bro. Yeah. Like, Jamal Murray other was average. That, he was having yeah. 50 points a game, bro. Like, when's the last time he had a 50-point game? Like, yeah, that's not normal for people, especially because in the bubble there was nothing else to do. They were just coming out hooping. So that's exactly how we saw people like Tyler Hero, Duncan Robinson, all those other players that were having great bubble games that have had nowhere near as the, the games that they had last year to how they're having right now. So, I mean, Donovan Mitchell is at the end of the day a great player, but the, the, the postseason outside the bubble is just very different. Um, speaking of the bubble, a team that played well in the bubble and is playing pretty well right now, the Phoenix Suns, uh, they're currently sitting second in the, um, in the West. Do you think they have a chance of making the finals, making a finals run? I'll let you take this one first, Landy. Uh, to be honest, no, bro. They... They could they could for sure be in the uh the the playoffs for sure. They're a playoff team like Chris Paul, he's good. Uh Devin Booker's good. Uh but no, bro. They just don't have enough offensive threats to to beat any of those teams. Yeah, I understand that. Um they I feel like they're like around the like have chances to go like around the third or fourth team just because Exactly what Landon said, like, the offensive threat, they don't really have, like, a super superstar like the other top yeah. three teams in the West do. But Chris Paul, anytime you have Chris Paul on your team, he brings um, – He's going to he's going, he's going to yeah. make some plays. Like, he's, he's yeah, a he brings winners. bro. He brings winners mentality. We saw that when he went to OKC when they were trying to tank. They He got him to the playoffs. We saw him when they he was in Houston with James Harden. They were so close to being the dominant Warriors. So I think they'll definitely have a chance, but I don't know how much Devin Booker's experience because he's, like, one of the main key guys. Him and, and DeAndre Aiden, DeAndre I don't know Aiden, how, how well they'll be. DeAndre Aiden's offense is still underdeveloped. He hasn't he hasn't yeah. put up the numbers that people would think he would in his, what's this, his third or fourth year in the league? Yeah. yeah. He just, um, he I, I'm, I think that he'll develop well. I like DeAndre Aiden. I think that he'll continue to play good, and I think eventually he'll be able to be a uh, people consider consider him a top top five center in the league. I think he still has a little bit to go, but I think he will be able to make it there in um in the next yeah, couple of years. Yeah, he has a long way to go. Yeah, because there's nothing really that he does exceptionally great right now. Like we talk about the best centers in the league, Jokic, um, Embiid, Gobert. 
yeah, they do things except they do at least one thing exceptionally great. So I'm sure he'll get there, but I don't know if Phoenix has enough firepower to compete with these top three teams in the West. So tonight, um, the All Star Game is going on currently. Um, it's it's currently the the fourth fourth quarter. Did just the fourth quarter just end? Um, I think the no fourth idea. quarter There's might have just ended. Wa- the reason we're doing this right now? Or something like not that. Watching the fucking All Star Game. But um. Yeah, the All Star Game has not been it. It was been it's been improved with the with the new aspects of the the scoring, with like getting the getting getting to the goal point. The the I don't understand that main point at all. They they make it like a like like to like a twenty one type thing, but um, I just feel like the All I agree with with LeBron and De'Aaron De'Aaron Fox where they said the All Star Game was stupid this year, because. These players had a short had a short off season, had to get straight into the season. Um, with the whole coronavirus going on, I don't think it was a good idea to bring all of them together at one point and then have an all star game. And it just felt so rushed and um, unnecessary. What do you guys think about um, how they handled the whole situation? Uh, to me, money talks, and at the end of the day, these players. They went close to their full salary this year, and the All-Star game was probably the best way that they're going to be able to have that with TV promotions and all the other stuff that goes into it. So I understand they, they didn't want it to happen because they got a short break from the off season. but at the end of the day, they have to get their money. Everybody has to make their money, so I think it was necessary for this year. Even though it was, it, I like it. It was, it was a shortened. They just put everything in one day, so they didn't have to prolong it the whole weekend. So this is probably the best way they could have done it. Um, make everybody happy. Yeah, I, I could kind of, I could kind of see that. Um, so I'm just checking the All Star game right now. They're they're doing they're at the point where they're trying to reach this this certain score, and it's Team LeBron one fifty six to Team Durant one thirty two, and Giannis is currently shooting sixteen for sixteen with thirty five points, and he's three for three from Ooh. from three point range. And <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I saw Curry. Yeah, I was watching him, bro. He was greening, bro. He was really, he was really strapped, strapping I, shit. Currently has twenty five. Yeah, he's definitely. But he, but Curry was him and him and Dame. I heard were both shooting deep, deep three. Oh, they're they're playing God, pretty bro. good. I thought that they agreed. I thought that they were doing Steph, take as many threes as you can. That's what I thought they were gonna do, but I guess not. Speaking of Curry, he won the three point contest. Um, but I, I did see that Mike Conley gave him a little run for his money. Um, he made it, course, he, he made, he made though, it close right? at the end. Yeah. And, um, was, was this, this was expected, right? Curry winning the three-point contest. It was expected. It should be expected every time he's in the contest. Unless, of course, exactly. Clay Thompson's in there. Yeah. But, yeah, um, you know, best player, best shooter ever live. Can't even say anything about that. I I feel like they should um they should get some new faces in the three point contest. Like yes, it's nice to have Curry in there. He'll make a bunch of threes. Good put was on Michael a good Gingles? show. Yes, he was. Yeah, so is Jason Tatum, Mike Conley. But I feel like they should um expand it to like more more people, like not like previous winners in it. To me, you got to just put in more the upcoming stars. Yeah, I kind of like that. I, who I mean, wants to watch. That's yeah. kind. Of, that's kind of what they did with the dunk contest, though. Speaking of which, with uh, Anthony Anthony Simons won that. Um, you 
did any did either of you watch it? Mm. Uh, I watched the three point contest, but at this I point, I just think they should contest. go away with the dunk contest because there's only so it's many things you can do bro. as a human. Yeah, it's not it's not the same. Yeah. It's, it's not the same no more. That that's what I'm thinking. The same thing is um with the dunk contest. It's just I feel like they put on the same dunks every single season. Yeah, there's only so many dunks you can do without having like a jetpack on your back or something. And at this point. Like, it, the league isn't about high flyer oh. slashers anymore. It's about three-point shooting. So, I like your idea. Expanding it. More people, like, but even we'll, put some big man in there, you know. Yeah, I, I think there's do. never big men in the, the dunk, dunk contest. contest. Um, I, I don't know. I they just, can't think of anything. Yeah. They get paid millions of dollars to think of stuff like that. What so, I think they should do is, like, I mean, I like the dunk contest, and it's like, I, they'll never get rid of it. But maybe add add something more more so like a a, a second a, a fourth yeah be a fourth because the skills skills one and then the three point and the dunk contest add like a little like a little one v one type thing yeah like no, king, king, king of the court king of the court little why would they not get rid of it because it's, it's just remember so when the remember when NFL used to have the skills though. challenge remember when NFL used to have the skills challenge yeah once QB like once the sweet QB stopped doing it they got rid of it because you know. It wasn't interesting Time anymore. Changed, so the NBA, bro. the NBA just needs to listen to their fans, like, and just is go away with it. Like the one-on-one thing, who wouldn't want to see, like, Steph versus Dame or anything crazy like that? Like, that would be way more exciting than seeing, like, no, no disrespect to them, but Anthony Simon and Obi Toppin doing the same dunks that we saw last year, two years ago. Yeah. So definitely something, something new would make All Star weekend way more interesting especially if we weren't in like the pandemic times that we are now everybody having to social distance and can't have yeah, more than 2,000 fans in an arena so yeah definitely I think the um the dunk contest along with the whole all-star game was rushed yes but the people the people that were in it just it doesn't draw people like people probably like went to go to the bathroom get snacks during the halftime of of the All Star game because that's when the dunk contest was right. Yeah. So they just weren't excited to see Obi Toppin, Anthony Simons, or um Cassius Stanley because those aren't household names. They need to get more household names in it. People like Zion. People like um. Like Zach Levine. But those guys don't want to do it, bro. Yeah, Anthony exactly. Edwards. Anthony Edwards. That's what- yeah. That's why I said just do away with it. Guys dunk now, they dunk like they're not creative like they used to be. They're just dunking because they're freakishly athletic and it's just a it's just a great way to score, honestly. Like so if unless I'm like I don't know, nobody's doing Vince Carter stuff anymore. Zion's dunks are more powerful than entertainment. He's not gonna do a but he's not three sixty in between game, the legs. Like... Like in the All Star game, bro, he missed like four dunks in a row. It was crazy. Yeah, he's not a skill. He's not a skills dunker. He's just a powerful dunker and a freakishly yeah. athletic human. So that's why I say just do away with it. We've seen Aaron Gordon, Zach Levine do it a thousand different times. And they so both they both don't want to do, do it anymore. It. Yeah, and and on top of the, the the judging that we saw last year, so just do away with it. You know, one on ones. Any other idea that would be better than a dunk contest at this point? Yeah, we've seen almost every dunk. Yeah, that you you brought up that they weren't doing like they aren't they weren't doing new dunks, new creative dunks, but that's because there is no new dunks to do. Every every dunk that you can think of has been done before already. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. So just bye bye All Star, bye bye All Star dunk contest. 
Yeah, I agree. They should definitely just get rid of it. All-star one-on-one. Just go away with it. We're not going to see one of those again. So Yeah. Yeah, most likely not. At this point. Unless a new high flyer comes in, comes in the league that wants to do a dunk contest like it. The one that we saw, the latest one that we've seen is Zion, and he doesn't even want to do it. So yeah, exactly. Just go away with it. A one-on-one battle. And plus, that'll bring in way more money now that we have such great scorers in the league. It'll be like, uh, imagine a game of 21, Harden versus KD or something crazy like that. Yeah, I agree. Definitely definitely like that type of thing. Now, the the third the third and the probably the least exciting of the um of this of the of the events that happen all-star weekend is a skill showdown won by Sabonis um Chris Paul got a bye and then got upset by Vucevic in in the second round which um big men are skilled big men are they uh are they going to dominate the league soon do you think we're gonna see more skilled big men? Oh, for with sure. People like, like we already see, we already see like James Wiseman making threes. Yeah, I don't but, know about dominating the league, but definitely but we'll sure see big men. Be, yeah, widen their arsenal because right now a dominant big man shoots threes. There's no such thing as a Shaq anymore. Mm. We see like the latest in Rudy Gobert. Or, and he's not uh, anywhere where Shaq was. Yeah, and um. Joel, bro, Joel. Joel is he, Joel is he, having a great yeah. shooting he's, average. Yeah, he's he's expanded his himself to to shoot more mid ranges and be more like athletic than he had than he has before. That's why he's been playing so good this season. And that's why. Yeah, um, let's look at yeah. Let's look at all the the big men in the All Star game right now. Sabonis can shoot, pass. Jokic shoot, pass. Like it, they're so diverse in their game now, that like it'll eventually just be every every position on the court can do everything. Yeah, we're definitely going to see just more and more stretch stretches, stretch big stuff like that. Um, with oh, with yeah. new people coming in like uh, Victor Wembanyama and Chet Holmgren coming in the, in the next two years. Um, the 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 big man has been evolving. And it'll continue to evolve. And Jokic, Jokic and Embiid, speaking of them, two MVP candidates have really, um, them two, the, the two MVP candidates, uh, Jokic and Embiid, have really evolved the center position. And they've made it, they, oh, they've, yeah. they've made the center position, like, more desirable with the, just these two, this season alone. Especially these, last these season two too. Especially when he was in the uh in the playoffs, Jokic was he was a great shooter. Um, yeah, I, mean, bro. I like Przingis, bro. Yeah, people like Przingis too. I didn't even think about him. Yeah, so, these are these are type of players that mold the league. We saw with, you know, in the beginning of Steph when he started shooting threes and was making them at the rate he was making them, it just changed the league. So now kids our age. That are developing themselves to, you know, want to be in the NBA. They'll start shooting. Before it was post hooks and all this fundamental stuff. Now I'm sure trainers and coaches are, you know, shoot that three. Like they're they're doing passing, like guard stuff. Like we can even see like Anthony Davis. You don't even think of him as like a like a true big man now because he shoots threes and has a handle of a point guard. Yeah, he's so, just a do- he's a dominant scorer. He's a dominant scorer and he's a he's a good defender as well. Um, so speaking of these two MVP candidates, we have the third and LeBron. 
it's it's pretty much the All Star break. So it's the All Star break, right? All Star game is pretty much over. So past All Star break, who is your MVP? Uh, I might. I'm pretty sure I'm gonna have to go with. I have to go with Joel. He's mm-hmm. proving himself this year. Cause he's just having. He's just having a great season. For, for um, to me, it's man, LeBron James. Way, for a big man, by the way, he's having a great season. To me, it's LeBron James because of his Iron Man effect. He he doesn't miss too many games. Uh, I think Joel's missed a, a number of games this year, so that's why I just give LeBron the edge, especially because he's keeping his team on top of the West with AD being out due to his uh his uh Achilles whatever he has going on. So to me, it's LeBron a slight edge over Embiid just because Embiid has been sitting out games with a few knickknack injuries, and LeBron has just he's Iron Man. He doesn't sit out so. I, I could see how you can say that about um about LeBron, how he's like an Iron Man. But you just also you, yeah, if you look just look at the cast he's 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 playing with also. You you have but you have to give it Embiid. He's averaging thirty basically twelve and and three. Those are MVP numbers on on a team that's what are they? Are they they're first in the East they're first in the East, correct? A team that's first in the East. You just can't. You just. It's so. It's hard to not give it to somebody like Embiid, and I. I'm. I. I want Jokic. I want Jokic to win it because he's playing so good. And I think that if Embiid wasn't playing so good, I think they'd give it to Jokic over LeBron. But I just LeBron. Uh, LeBron. Um, his team. They're third. Third in the West. And he is playing good all on his own, but it's just Embiid's impact has been so good like when he's off the court they don't they don't they don't play well when he's not in the game they lose when he's in the game they dominate him and Ben even without Ben he plays so he plays so well and just how he's playing the season is this is unreal and really unexpected from from him just come out and play this well so personally I think that it should be Embiid to win the MVP I mean, you can't really argue with that. If he's averaging damn near 30 points in the postseason, um, there's not really too many players that are averaging 30. <laughs> like, there's not really a lot of players doing that, bro. So, you just got to give credit when credit's due. But I do I do, I do, do see the case for LeBron. But Embiid has just been playing so well this season. That's pretty much, pretty much the, the first installment of uh msp watch out for these weekly make sure to like subscribe follow all my social description follow all my socials in the description below i'll link christian and landon's instagrams again make sure to give them a follow show love here show love there i love you all peace